This is the She Rise podcast, where we discuss ideas, thoughts, and tools to help women gently rise up in their purpose, in their influence, and in their happiness. I'm your host, Heidi DeGraffenried. Thanks for joining me. Welcome back to the She Rise podcast. This is part two with Sheridan Ripley. She shared in her last podcast about an amazing story of her son being kidnapped and all of the the lessons and the miracles and all that she gained from that. And if you haven't listened to that, I encourage you to go back and listen to that podcast and really hear what's what's going on in her life. And Sheridan was so kind to be willing to share a little bit more and and kind of this is sort of a different twist on what I've done before. I I've had it in my heart for a while to be able to do a one-on-one session with people that that others can listen to and relate to. And it I feel like there's a lot of power that we glean from from hearing others' experiences and hearing other people as they come to a place of healing. So I'm excited to welcome Sheridan back and to have her here to to walk through some other things that are going in, on in her life right now and how they kind of relate to the past and and sort of be able to do a little session with her. So welcome, Sheridan. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. I'm so excited today. So a little bit about um, the background on what what's kind of coming up for you right now and what you're hoping to gain today. Okay. So... Um... My youngest son, Bryson, is heading off on a choir trip um, tonight, actually, and he'll be in New York City for five days, and I guess, like, unchaperoned, but with buddies, they're going to be allowed to, like, ride the subway and go to different places, and I don't know. I'm freaking out a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm nervous. (laughs) Yeah. From your past experience of what's happened with your other son, which is what we talked about in that first podcast about him being kidnapped in Mexico at, mm-hmm. and being alone. And and so that makes sense. And I think that's important to, um, even though you've done the work to heal from that and you've gleaned so much from that, I think there's that part of us that is, it's like the, the learning brain, you know, or you touch the stove and it's like, oh, I got burned and I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. And so it's important and it's, and it's good to just acknowledge that part of your mind that's saying danger, danger. Remember when your son goes off alone, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So just giving yourself some, some compassion in that, you know, to be able to acknowledge that that it, it is just bringing up, you know, maybe little parts that are still traumatized or, or wounded from that. And that's okay. Yeah, for sure. So I like to start just by having you connect to God's light, because I think that really is where the answers come. Nothing really comes from me or or from wisdom that that I can glean, but from you being able to connect to your higher self and to God's power. And that's where we were able to get clear and get the answers that we need. So I want you just to take a deep breath and kind of settle your attention down into your heart. And then imagine that there's an opening on the top of your head that's connecting you to God's light and just take the lid off. Let that connection be open and feel that light and love flowing down into your mind, letting your mind be settled and still. Feel it almost like 
uh, a gentle breeze blowing away the worry, blowing away the busyness, blowing away the repetitive thoughts that, that affect our mind so that your mind is like a clear, clean, open, bright room. Then feel that light flowing down into your shoulders, lifting away the heaviness of your responsibilities, the, the feeling of weight of your responsibilities, and let that light lift it away and feel the relief and the freedom that comes from allowing God to carry the load. Let that light move down through your arms, out through your hands, and see your ability to share that love and light and power with others through your actions and your touch, your gifts. And then let it flow into your spine, strengthening and straightening each vertebrae and disc, helping you to stand tall and confident and supported as a daughter of God. And then feel it flowing into your spinal cord and your nervous system, soothing, calming your nerves, helping your nerves to be at peace. Then breathe that light into your lungs. Breathe in the blessing of life, the blessing of experience and recognizing that ultimately life is good and is a gift. Then feel that light moving into your heart. Let it soften and melt away the, the fear, the anxiety, the worry, the trauma, the distrust, the pain, the pain of the past and the, and the fear of the future. Feel it all just melting away in the warmth and the peace and the love that God has for you. And allow yourself to feel his mindfulness and his love for you, his daughter Sheridan. Feel that personal connection that he has in your heart. And then imagine in your heart there is a doorway. And that doorway opens into a place of light, a place that's created just for you, where you can have that presence of God, the, the higher self is present there. And just open that door and walk into that space. And take all of your senses into that place. Look around, become aware of anything you see, anything that you hear or can touch. Just notice how it feels to be in that place. And then as you look around, Sheridan, I want you to become aware of anyone that you see there with you and just Tell me who you see in that space with you. Um, well, interestingly, I see like paintings and pictures like hanging on the wall. Mm. And um, I see it's almost like it's an art museum or something. And there's a, a guide that's going to, that can take me around and show me things and explain things. Okay. So I want you to ask him what he would have, you know, today or what he would like to show you. Yeah. So I see him showing me 
um, one thing he's like showing me the story of what happened to Devin, like a, like a tableau, I guess. I don't know if that's a real word, but you know, <laughs> many pictures of like what happened, kind of that Mexico miracle story. And um, it's like hanging on the wall and it looks kind of dark, but then he's like, no, just flip this light switch and you can just see the light. It's like, you don't need that, the dark heaviness of it. Just flip that light switch and it's just light. Mm-hmm. So that feels good to do that. Yeah. And what does bringing the light onto that, what does that represent for you? I think it represents just remembering all the miracles that came out of it and how God was there and angels were there almost every step of the way. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, and like I see me praying at the beginning of that experience and how that um, I hear like a mother's prayer is one of the most powerful things. Mm. and you harness that power and look at the miracles that came from that wow so what that is actually showing you in all of those images is the power that you hold as a mother Mm -hmm. the power to enact miracles as a woman and a mother I want you just to to acknowledge that for a moment just feel into that and let yourself feel the honor of that that you were a part of God's miracles on this planet because of who you are. And just let your heart feel the peace and the honor in that. And then I want you to see Bryson, the second son. Look into his eyes and tell me what you see there. Um, I see he's just, he's (laughs) okay. Like I see like joy, like he's very joyful and like laughter. He's very funny, likes to make people laugh. And he also does have exhibits more common sense than his brother did. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like he's, I don't know if wise is the right word, but common sense. Yeah. And so can you see clearly he's, he is a different person than your older son. Yeah, absolutely. And as you, as you see that, can you see the value of just feeling the individuality of each person that, that it's almost in a way he's being, he's being sacrificed for his brother's mistakes, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. he's being held responsible for, for what his brother did in the past. Yeah, that like my worries about what Devin did are kind of like falling upon Bryson. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So are you willing to release that from him? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I want you to see the Savior there in that space with you as well and just kind of gather up the fear and the worry and the the trauma that came from letting Devin go and be by himself and just gather all that up out of your body almost like your hands are are vacuums and they're just pulling all of that up out of the rest of your system into your hands and even with all the work you've done just notice 
what's still left, the residue of that and what you've been carrying. And then just see the Savior reaching his hands out to you. And if you're willing, do you feel willing to give that to him? Yeah. I feel kind of bad because it's like messy, goopy mud, but (laughs) it's okay. (laughs) You can handle it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So just turn your hands over and let that all just kind of rub it off. Let it all fall off of your hands into his. And then just watch as his light and his power penetrates into that messy goop and burns it up and turns it into a beautiful gift for you. And let me know what it becomes. Okay, so... um, Yeah, it looks like it's like a knife or a sword maybe and it says trust on it Mm. and what does the sword represent in that I, I think that it represents the ability to like cut ties or meanings or like even free me from worries or concerns um that would I trust God and I trust Jesus that they that they could carry it it like liberates me yeah and maybe even liberates Bryson mm-hmm. maybe cutting him free from mm-hmm. from the cords of the past from his brother's mm-hmm. wrongdoings yeah so I want you to take that sword and cut through all those ties for you and for Bryson And I love that you're yawning because that's such a process. It's uh-huh. such a way of process. <laughs> clearing, yeah. <laughs> okay, I cut everything. Okay, how does that feel now? I mean, definitely lighter and like more empowered. Like I'm not trapped by my worries, but free from them. And I have the power over them. Yeah. And, and with that power, it, it reminds me of what you felt at the start of the power of your prayers as a mother. Mm-hmm. And so maybe just offer from the very beginning right now a prayer over Bryson in this trip and what you would want it to be. What does it feel like the best outcome could be for him? Yeah, I mean, just that he'll go and have fun and have good experiences and stay with a buddy always (laughs) and and they'll be safe and protected and they'll just have a really great positive experience yeah and maybe even that this this will give him more direction on his path this will be something that would be a positive shift for him in his path that would you know kind of a gift for him in a way almost like a bonus you know like like on the Mario games where they like jump up and get the <laughs> uh-huh. coins. Like it's almost like that. Like it just feels like this could almost be like a bonus gift for him. 
mm-hmm. something that he'll gain from this that he learns about himself, but not in a bad way. You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's like you can learn the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> right. Like he's going to be able to gain from the easy way from a light path, something of value. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? Does that feel true? Does that feel good? Yeah, I like that because it gives it more purpose um, than just like going on a choir trip. I'm like, he doesn't have to go on a choir trip. He could just stay home. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe so. just ask, ask the savior if that's true, if that's, if this is something that can be purposeful on his path for him. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't have to be dramatic like Devin's. Yeah. I mean, and Devin always is the kind of kid that has had to learn by doing and failing or whatever, doing and having really negative consequences. And that's how he learns. But Bryson has always learned by observing and just in a much lighter way. So. Right. And in a lot of ways, he probably has learned from Devin. Mm, mm-hmm, absolutely. He, he gleaned the value. And we do that a lot. I think we gain value from other people's experience that are close to us, especially. Mm-hmm. And we're able to to collectively kind of take the value of that experience. And so for him, he already he already sort of passed through that as well and and is able to have the value in that. Yeah. So I want you to, um, to call down, call down the angels, his angels to be with him, to guide him, to show him those things that would be of value to him that would maybe enlighten his mind or his path and um, ask them to be with him every step and to, to keep him safe and protected and see that happening and in a way, it's almost like the guide of the museum is showing you this picture that to us hasn't happened yet, but in the realm of no time, it has happened already. Mm-hmm. And so look at that picture and that set of images of Bryson's trip and just feel the joy and the happiness for both of you, the the ability for him to have this experience and for you to have this experience. And, and, and perhaps in a way, this is healing. This is sort of the, the coming around full circle of healing to you, trusting, letting your son go off and to come back safe, to come back without trauma and to come back maybe even enlightened. Yeah, that feels really good. Good. And so um, is there anything else that Bryson or your guide or the Savior would have you know? I mean, I I think Bryson's like, feels really happy. He's like, yay, like he can go without feeling like I'm worried about him. Mm -hmm. So that's like a relief for him. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, the guide is kind of showing me like almost every picture on the wall has a light switch and we can either have it be dark or we can turn a light on and have it be light. Mm. And it's really our choice. Yeah. So turn that light switch on mm-hmm. on the picture of Bryson's trip. And whenever you start to maybe the worry starts to creep in, just 
come back and turn that light on mm-hmm. and recognize the power you hold as a mother and in your faith and in your prayers that especially when you pray in faith you know and it's not out of fear mm-hmm. and when you are trusting this path for him that that it will be that that is the path yeah that feels good yeah and jesus is like i'm happy to take your black goo anytime (laughs) (laughs) i think he loves it i think he's so grateful to lighten our load because it makes us better instruments it makes us more capable um, to do good work on this planet and to help others when we're not carrying all this weight ourselves it frees us up a lot to to bring more light to the planet and that's really his work <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what he he wants us to do and to be able to do and so yeah anytime anytime we need that I think he's there to offer it yeah and it is up to our agency mm-hmm. maybe um do you think it would be a value to send that sword with Bryson? Mm. Trust mm-hmm. in that sense of his own protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like trusting his intuition uh-huh. and the spirit because Devin, I didn't say this in the last episode, but he, he felt that when he was going down that alleyway, he's like, this doesn't feel right, but he didn't listen. You know, he didn't trust Mm-hmm. So yeah, if Bryson can trust um, his intuition and it will give him power. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want you just to take a deep breath and anchor this into your body, maybe tapping your heart, um, placing your hand somewhere that feels like an anchor point for you and just holding this this reality, this, this image of Bryson's trip, almost like seeing him as he's coming back home and you feel the joy and you feel the reunion and you feel that everything came to fruition with light and love. And that this is a, this is a healing moment for your whole family. And just anchor that in holding to the, the trust and the, the faith and the power of, of your faith that you hold as, as his mother. And just let that settle, feel the peace of that. And then when you're ready, just kind of shifting your awareness back into your body. Becoming aware of your, your environment, your, your settings around you what you feel and notice. All right. So how do you, how do you feel now, Sheridan? Does that feel more clear? Yeah, it definitely feels a lot lighter. And um, you said something about the, at the beginning or like about the thoughts in my mind, you know, and I think that, this is where the power of something like what you do comes into play because I had a friend coach me on my thoughts and we came up with a new thought, but Mm -hmm. 
but mm-hmm. those old thoughts still kept coming up and swirling around. And now I feel like they're like, I really did kind of give them to Jesus. And now I have something else to focus on. And that energy of something else to focus on that energy of him being safe and it having a purpose and the light in his experience that he will have. So yeah, it, it's good. It's good. It's almost like filling in where all the, where all the goopy stuff was you're filling that in with the trust Mm -hmm. letting it take the place and and replacing that that energy that vibration of it you know with a higher lighter vibration yeah awesome well thank you so much Sheridan for being willing to to take the time to do this and and share this in a way that other people can benefit from it as well I I love that, that you had the courage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, thank you. Because I, it, it was very needed. It was very timely. So I appreciate you doing it for me. Oh, good. And, and I would love to tell any listeners, if you have something that you feel that you're kind of stuck on, please reach out. And and if you get onto She Rice Center, there's a place where you can sign up to, to do this on a session and then other people gain the benefit of your learning and your healing as well. So thanks so much, Sheridan. Thank you. Reflecting back on Sheridan's session, the part that really stood out to me that I loved was when she saw the works of art that were experiences in her life and that she had the power to turn the light on when they were dark and that turning that light on represented being able to really see the good, see the blessings and the miracles that came from um, just that were a part of that experience too, that sometimes we forget or that we don't Uh, pay attention to or see or understand because of the trauma that comes along with it. So I think just it would be really valuable and hopefully you're able to do that in your own life too to find any areas in your life that maybe are feeling dark and kind of turn the light on to that and see any good that came from that in your life as well. Thanks for joining me today for this podcast episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. And if you did, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends and family so that we can all rise up in our happiness, purpose, and influence. And if you'd like to contact me or find out more information, you can always go to SheRiseCenter.com where there's links to social media and to sessions and everything there. So I hope to see you soon. Have a great day.